I'm Alan Seppenwald. I'm the chief TV critic for Rolling Stone, which is a fancy way of saying that I watch TV for a living. But there are so many TV shows being made now that even I can't watch all the ones I want to. But what if you didn't have to binge an entire series? What if you just looked at the very first episode of a show you'd never seen, and then the very last? Would you feel like you'd gotten a complete experience, or would you be completely lost at the end? Well, there's only one way to find out. Welcome to a new episode of Too Long, Didn't Watch. As our guest today, I am very pleased to welcome in an actor I've known for quite some time now. You might think of her as either the best or worst person from Community, Britta Perry, or as Hot Mess Mickey Hobbs from Netflix's Love, among other things. Gillian Jacobs, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Uh, so what are you watching these days in the middle of this crazy quarantine? Almost exclusively Bravo. <laughs> okay. What, what shows on Bravo? Whatever they got. Okay. <laughs> I watch Housewives. I watch Vanderpump Rules. Um, I was watching Listen to Your Heart last night, the Bachelor spinoff. That's okay. Now, is that a change from pre-quarantine or is that your usual diet of TV? Uh, it's my usual diet of TV. That's okay. I'm, we're not here to judge. This is a judgment-free zone. It's okay. I also enjoy quality scripted programming, but <laughs> right now, for whatever reason, I, I'm really just almost exclusively watching Bravo. No, I definitely have had to dial down some of what I've been watching in the quarantine just because it's too much. Like, I can't watch anything with subtitles at the moment because I don't have the mental energy for that anymore. I'm just trying to only watch TV like a post-dinner hour, so I'm not watching anything during the day. Um, and then for whatever reason, by the time I get around to watching TV at night, the only thing I can break myself to watch. You know, but Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is on a real upswing this season. You should check it out. Real Housewives of New York. Excellent. One of the Real Housewives of New Jersey lives in my hometown. Well, there you go. So before we get into the show today, I have one other question about what you do and don't watch. As a rule, are you an actor who likes to watch themselves or not? It really depends. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Community was one of those shows where I watched it every week like a fan. Like I didn't, it didn't even feel like I was watching myself. Um, and I think it was partly because, you know, the episodes were so ambitious um, that we were just always so excited that we managed to pull it off somehow. <laughs> so that I watched every week. I've watched all of Love and then very sporadic with other things. So we're going to do something a little bit different on today's episode. Ordinarily, our guests watch shows they've never seen. This time we're going with a show you were actually in. What show yes. are we here to talk about today, Gillian? We are here to talk about The Good Wife. The same pilot season in which I was cast as Britta Perry, I was also cast in a recurring guest star on The Good Wife, and I actually shot the pilots back-to-back. -back. I shot Community first, and then flew straight to Vancouver and shot The Good Wife. And in one of the other timelines, I would have been on The Good Wife instead of Community, um, had Community not gotten picked up. So... Um, yes, this is like stepping into, you know, an alternate life for me watching this show. So this character was meant to be a recurring character on the show. Yes. And in fact, I was supposed to appear on the second episode and they were going to fire me on camera. And then the production schedule on Community shifted and I couldn't do it. So, yes, I was supposed to. They, I think they had just like a line in the second episode about like, where is she? Oh, she got fired. But I was supposed to be fired on screen. Wait, wait, you're saying that the production schedule on Community shifted? That sounds so unlike that show. I know. Could you believe it? <laughs> All right. So have you ever actually watched this pilot before? 
Uh, uh, maybe I watched it in 2009. Okay. So what do you remember and or know about the show? Okay. I remember the central figure was the wife of a disgraced politician who was going back into the workforce as a lawyer. Okay. She was competing with another junior lawyer at the firm. There was only one job position. They had hired two people, and it was sort of going to be a fight between the two of them to see who actually got the job. I was the assistant they both shared. Okay. I only really remember things as they related to me. <laughs> okay. Good, good. So we're going to get to explore a lot of other things now. Yeah. All right. In my mind, it was a show about an assistant named Sonia. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least you got a name. You know, I, I got was... a name. I was going to have, you know, potentially a substantial recurring role on this show. So is there a reason you didn't watch the show after you had done that pilot? The reason is, is that I went into production on Community. And as you well know, that was an insane shooting schedule, which left me with virtually no free time. Has your path ever crossed with any of the actors from that show in the years since then? I don't think maybe I saw Matt Zucre at like a television party thing, but not really. I don't even know if they would remember me. I mean, I was there so briefly. <laughs> In the big picture, The Good Wife, it ran for seven seasons on CBS from 2009 to 2016. Uh, it makes legal procedural stories with commentary on contemporary politics and technology. It won Emmys for both Juliana Margulies and Archie Punjabi and has since inspired a spinoff, The Good Fight, that runs on the CBS All Access streaming service. All right. So you're ready to go back and revisit this alternate timeline from your past? Yes. All right, let's do it. <laughs> you all right? <gasps> Whoa. It's quite a slap. Is anyone of you really done? Save the corporation a few billion dollars. You want to trade? And then maybe I was going to have um, some kind of love interest storyline with Matt Zucre. I remember that the director kept telling me to walk less funny. He said I was doing a comedy walk. Excuse me? So I was really trying to not be funny. Yeah. Apparently I was too funny in this. I wasn't funny enough for a community and I was too funny for this. I would argue with that first point. Thank you. Sonia, we need some water in here. It's going to be about five minutes, but then I've got to do his depo upstairs. Did I know that that meant deposition at the time? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I remember that the... Oh, look at that top. I just want to say congratulations. I heard you did well in court. Thanks, Sonia. And that was the last we ever saw of her. Poor Sonia. I knew her. I know. You know what I don't get? Um... I remember that the lead actors on the show got, like, beautiful leather binders from Ridley Scott, and I was very jealous. <laughs> I thought, how can you allow yourself to be used like that? She's such a good actress, my God. Really, she is. I was very nervous doing this. Oh, I showed up for my audition for the show a full day early. Okay. I misread the email and went on, like, say, a Tuesday and was sitting around. And I was like, why is nobody else here? Why is no one coming to get me? No one's coming in and out. And then I checked my email again and realized that, like, it was on a Wednesday. So I went a full day early to my audition for The Good Wife. I want to talk all about the experience of shooting this. But first, for the benefit of the people who have not just watched 45 minutes of The Good Wife pilot with us, what happened? Sum it up. 
Okay, so Juliana Margulies has to return to the workforce. Her husband, Chris Noth, has been jailed on corruption charges. He was a uh, state's attorney's office. She gets thrown the pro bono case that uh, Christine Baranski had already tried. They had a deadlock jury. She finds out it wasn't so deadlocked. There was only one person who actually voted to acquit and for um, non-legal reasons, really. And so she has to um, come up with a new defense for this case. She teams up with the private investigator that works for the firm and they uncover some new evidence, and she gets this woman off. Yes. There's a mysterious man, Titus Welliver's character. Something's yeah. going on. Was her husband brought down unfairly? Did they use this scandal that he was embroiled in as an excuse to get rid of him? Is there a looming conspiracy? That's what I got from this pilot. Okay. Who are some of the other notable characters beyond, like, Margulies and Noth uh, and Baranski, who you mentioned? Charles. We got a Charles. Josh Charles, yeah, as well. We got well. a Josh Charles. There's some sexual tension there. Do they have a past? They went to law school <laughs> together. They yeah. um, they lost their mock trial in, in law school. Will they fare better now in the profession? I mean, Bransky and All-Star. Yes. Uh, now star of the spinoff series. Um, she Zucre. is indeed, yeah. Zucri, a young, ambitious lawyer, and then this mysterious assistant named Sonia that everybody's just wondering what's going on with her. Uh, and you, you forgot about Kalinda. Mm. Okay, Kalinda, crack investigator, smart, tough, resourceful. She's really going to, like, my guess is help the good wife, you know, really figure out how to navigate this new world that she finds herself in. So I want to go back to that audition that you showed up a day early for. Do you remember when you actually came back on the right day, what it is that they had you do? <laughs> well, so my character doesn't have that many lines, so they probably had me read every single scene, <laughs> I would imagine. Um, they were just very nice. I remember, in all honesty, that, I mean, what a pilot season for me because I read two of the best pilots I've ever read, you know, Community and then The Good Wife. And I just remember thinking, like, this pilot is so well written. And then um, when I heard about the cast, I thought, like, this is just going to be an amazing show because, as you can see, they're all incredible actors with great material. So I think I was, like, waiting to hear if I had gotten Community or not. So maybe I was, like, nicely preoccupied with that and didn't get as in my head about my audition as I might otherwise have gotten. Now, community, that was a regular role. This, at least at the start, was going to be a recurring role. So I assume just for the sake of employment, you were pulling for community of the ones to be picked up, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Community was a lead. This was like, a, you know, also a great show. I would have been lucky to have been on this show. But yeah, community was a leading role. And this was a that's why I was able to do it is because I wasn't a series regular for The Good Wife. So I was in first position on community. For the boring TV talk for every, all the listeners. <laughs> um, had you ever, like, you'd booked pilots before, but had you ever done two pilots in one season like this? No, 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 no. This, uh, that, uh, that felt pretty good. You know, I, I'd gone through some, some lean years in my acting career up until this point. So this was a nice change of pace to book two uh, pilots in one pilot season. And for the benefit of the people who don't know how the business works, often, you, uh, if you can, you'll book more than one pilot just because, you know, you're sort of playing the odds, right? Yes, yes. And then whatever, you know, you book first or whatever is a, a you know, a more substantial role, they have you in first position. So if yeah. they want you, they got you. So, yeah, so I was in first position on Community. So I'd forgotten that they filmed the pilot in Vancouver because the show itself was filmed in New York, which they had standing in for Chicago, which was always very strange to me. I think that's because of where the actors lived that they shot yes. it in New York. Like Britta Perry, I lived in New York. <laughs> 
so um, that would have, you know, it would have been a whole different life for me. I would have never moved to L.A. Yeah, everything would have been different. I mean, I would have been on a show that went even longer than Community. Seven seasons and a spinoff. You said you thought that there might be something going on between Sonia and um, Carrie, the Matt Zucre character. Was that just your interpretation or was that something you were told? That was something I was told. That was something I was told on set. But, you know, everything's up in the air when you're shooting a pilot. You know, I doubt they had written the whole first season. So any number of things could have happened. But that was intimated to me when we were shooting the pilot. Maybe they're just trying to make me feel better about like the size of my role going forward. (laughs) So, all right. So they said you might have a thing with Carrie. You're definitely going to stick around, but we don't necessarily know how much. Had they said anything else about what might have become of Sonia in the sliding timescale? Maybe I'm making this up now, but maybe he would have been trying to use me to undermine her or get information about her. I don't know. Maybe it would have been more like I was in really in between them maybe i'm making this all up now but this is what i would sure that like yeah he's trying to leverage our romantic relationship to either get me to give him information about her cases or sabotage her cases and then maybe she you know maybe sonia becomes like a real all-star lawyer and like it kind of becomes about her uh do you remember how many days you were in vancouver to film this it wasn't that long maybe i got there kind of late because of the community pilot because i remember doing the costume fitting in my hotel room which is not standard. So it it kind of felt like a whirlwind. And yeah, I just remember being told that I was walking too funny in that scene with the, (laughs) the, uh, I can't remember words. What am I pushing there? Cart. I'm, I'm pushing a cart. And apparently my walk was too funny. Uh, it's a shame. It's a real shame. So you only, in terms of the regulars, the only people you have scenes with are Juliana Margulies and Matt Zucri. Did you even interact? And Josh Charles, I pop in. Oh, yes, yes. He's in the, he's in the office when you poke yes. your head in. That's right. Did you interact with, like, Baranski or Archie Punjabi or any or Noth or anybody else while you were filming this? I remember meeting Archie. I don't think I met Baranski. It would have been an honor and a dream. I don't think I met Noth. I probably, like, missed the table read. Maybe I'm looking back, maybe I missed, like, a lot of the, you know, um, pre-production first days of filming stuff on this. So, I mean, so it's got to be a very different experience just in that pilot season alone. You've just filmed a pilot where you're one of the leads, you know, and then you go and you do this other pilot where you have a very small role and you're not a regular. So those have to be very different experiences, right? Very different. And I remember thinking at the time, this is good for one's ego to go from an experience <laughs> where you're a lead to an experience where you're, you know, a supporting character. I remember thinking, this is a healthy ego check. <laughs> so in the days or, or weeks leading up to when the networks announced which pilots they had picked up and which they hadn't, what were you hearing and what were you expecting in terms of both of these? I remember being at an audition for a commercial, for the only commercial I ever booked, which was one of those John Hodgman, Justin Long, I'm a Mac, I'm a PC commercials. I shot it, but my commercial never aired. But I was at the audition and it was like a big group audition. And I was talking to the woman next to me who turned out to be Liz Kakowski, who wound up Um, writing on community and she said oh yeah I had a meeting um, with Dan Harmon about writing on the staff and so I took that as a good sign that maybe community was going to get picked up so getting back to the pilot itself uh, there's a lot of different things going on here Um, it's a legal show but it's also a show about political scandal you've got sort of that iconic scene in the beginning where Alicia is standing next to Peter at the press conference sort of trying to keep it together There's a case that she works on, but there's also intrigue about what Peter did. Alicia's position in the firm, she's competing with Carrie. She's got stuff going on with her kids, with her mother-in-law. Which parts to you watching it, you know, all these years later, did you find most compelling? 
I think what I found most compelling was that this is a woman who's not responding in the ways that people expect her to. And that she's trying to navigate what a lot of people think she should do versus what she wants to do and what she feels like she has to do for the sake of her children. So I think it's Juliana's performance that I find the most compelling. She's fantastic. And one of the things about the show is she's the most famous character in the scene almost always, both in this pilot and later. And she had just done all those years on ER. You always get the sense that she knows what it's like to be watched and she doesn't enjoy it. Yeah, she's just a tremendous actress. Um... And so I think that's the thing that I was struck by most rewatching it was at just how good she is. She also has one of the better wigs I've seen in television because she decided early on, like, I don't want to have to straighten my hair for every episode. So she just went with the wig all the time. I respect that decision entirely as someone who destroyed their hair um, doing seasons of television. <laughs> that's why that's why Britta Perry didn't have as blonde of hair as the series went on. By season six, I didn't. <laughs> I just had my natural hair color because I I had fried my hair. So Alicia has key scenes with pretty much all the regulars on the show, often just one on one. So she's got several scenes with Kalinda, several scenes with Will, several scenes with Carrie, with Diane, with Peter. Uh, which of those sort of pairings do you feel is ultimately going to become the most important or among the more important ones on the show? Well, I'm going to cheat and say Baranski because she got a spinoff, right? I yes. don't know. My gut tells me Baranski stuck around. Okay, because in the pilot, she doesn't like Alicia. She sort of, Will warns her, like, you always try to take these women under your wings, but you're sabotaging them at the same time. So uh -huh. you think that's going to take a turn? Listen, either they remain adversaries throughout the whole show, but they, they're locked in battle for seven seasons, or they start to work together because Brancy's got a spinoff that's currently airing. So <laughs> she, she went the distance. Okay, so the pilot ends. We uh, Peter calls Alicia. He says, I'm, I'm getting out of prison soon. We're, we're going to fight this. Her position at the firm is tenuous. She maybe has this ally in Kalinda. Where would you expect the story to go from here? So there's something mysterious going on with the state's attorney office. Yes. And it may exonerate uh, Chris Noth in terms of corruption charges, but they're still going to have to have a reckoning in their marriage. And my feeling is that he's going to want to try and make things work. And she's now gotten this taste of independence and freedom. And she's going to be very conflicted about trying and make things work with her husband. She's got brewing, perhaps, uh, sexual tension with Josh Charles. That's another possibility for her, perhaps. I don't know. Maybe she doesn't continue to do the pro bono cases because you're saying that we get into like tech issues. Maybe we steer away from that. Based on just this pilot alone, would you expect Alicia to ultimately stay with Peter? No. Do you think she's going to get together with Will at any point? I think they might get together, but I don't know if it'll last. All right. So um, in an alternate universe where you could pick any of these characters to play, which role would you want? The good wife. <laughs> Why? Or Baranski's. What's her character's name? Diane Lockhart. I mean, I aspire to be Christine Baranski, um, <laughs> so I would like to become her. But that might be as much about her as a person as the character, like just sort of both. Could I be both? And maybe that's just I'm just jealous of Juliana's acting ability. I, maybe I just want to be her as an actress. All right, and can you imagine any of your former co-stars playing any of the roles on this show? You know, they're all such tremendous actors. And that's the funny thing about being on a TV show is that people just sort of associate you with what you did on the television show. And they don't always realize the range that people have. So I could imagine any of the members of the cast of Community on a like a CBS drama. They're all just great actors. 
Okay, are you ready to now jump all the way to the finale to oh see what happens? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Something with Sweeney. Do we have it on? Yeah, it feels like a second year trial. I'm gonna check the file cabinet. Second season. Like an all-nighter digging up. Uh, you were busy then. Ah, could have been there. You should probably thank Jason. I will. So they've had a tumultuous relationship with Jason. Perhaps. You should probably thank him now. Jason thinks that if Peter goes to prison, you'll never divorce him. Wait, wait. Is she having a relationship with Jeffrey Dean Morgan? What does that even mean? It means. You don't want to kick a man when he's down. Okay. So she, and by man, are we meaning Jason? She's still not Peter. divorced from him? Is Jason Apparently not. Still? Some of it. <gasps> I added a few bits. Just think about it. Who do you want to come home to? This isn't over. I know. Eli told me. Good. Wait, is he still running for president? To the future. Not president. Alicia. Governor? I think. Maybe. Governor of Illinois. Eli said we move our investments to Alicia. What did Eli say? Alicia divorces you. She runs for office. Mm. We invest in her. Mm. It's good. Mm. Mm -mm. Especially when you look at her approval ratings. Mm. Mm. Betrayal. I didn't know he was teaching. Guest lecturer. It's nice when people find their purpose. Withdrawn, Mr. Boyce. Actually, one quick question: Do you think U.S. Is that Sutton Foster? Yes, that is Sutton Foster. This is a stacked cast. No rebuttal. Not well, sure when you film, it's like Law and Order. You film in New York, you got to give all the theater people some money. Oh my gosh! That's it. Yes, thank you. What an honor okay. it would have been to have been on this show. Your Honor, we have a witness here whose cell phone was heard on the 911 tape. Seriously? Now he, the wheels are turning in Noth's head. Yes. Is his wife secretly conspiring against yeah. him? I gotta go. Was he conspiring with his wife against him? This was, you know, What's going on here? Does she even care anymore if her husband's guilty or not? Or is she just trying to protect her children by getting him acquitted? What would you guess? You have had an affair with Holly Westfall. Oh, shit. Oh, that's humiliating for Bransky. Not great. Is she become an all-star lawyer? Come on, tell me something. I've told you more than I probably should have already. I regret everything. Go to him. You're done with Peter. Like a fever. It's over. What if I'm unhappy with him? Blame me. Is she not worried that she's hallucinating scenes with a ghost? You're right. (laughs) Go to him. It's not too late. What could have been? Oh, if only. Yeah. As of 3.30 today, I informed the lieutenant governor that I am resigning the office of governor of Illinois. Mm -hmm. My wife and I would like to thank all the people who have supported us over the years. Is she going to slap her, like in the pilot? Yes! I knew it! Called it! I knew it! (laughs) This is like the pilot. It is like the pilot. So there was a lot to process there. Um, how would you? How could you possibly quickly sum up what you just saw, Gillian? Okay. <laughs> Face is buried in your hands right now. We still it. don't know whether he's guilty or not. They've not resolved that. Who's guilty? What's going on? So, sum up what happened. Oh, my God. Okay. Are these still the same corruption charges from the pilot? No. Peter is on a different corruption charge all these years later. 
Okay, so he arranged for the murder of someone in exchange for campaign donations. He arranged for someone to get off of a murder charge in exchange for campaign donations. Okay, but there's there's lingering issues with the case that are not resolved in the finale. No, he takes a deal in the finale. We don't we don't know exactly what happened in the case. You're right. So, so there are some lingering issues. Okay, he's resigned as governor. Yes. He didn't do what I thought he was going to do. He didn't announce her running for office or anything like that. No, he does not do that. But that remains a possibility. Other people have those dreams for her. Does she share them? Yes. And then a big thing happens between Alicia and Diane in sort of the final acts of the episode. Alicia betrays Diane by having their associate reveal in court that her husband had an affair with Megan Hilty. (sighs) It's a shame. So when did that happen? Uh, That's a surprise, I believe, in the finale. I don't think that that's something that the audience knew about beforehand. What a twisted web we weave. And so how does Diane respond when next she is in Alicia's presence? It is, it's a mirror. It's a mirror of the pilot. She slaps Alicia much the way Alicia slapped her husband in the hallway in the pilot post press conference. Where's the son? Uh, their son, I think, is off at school. He's a little bit older than Grace. Okay. Zach is in college already. Okay. Oh, my God. So Zukri left. So I'm guessing she got the job and not Zukri. Or something happened. He left the law office. Now is the point. I feel bad. Throughout the finale, you were peppering me with so many questions, and I couldn't answer most of them. I will answer whatever you want to know. Alicia and Carrie somehow both wind up staying at the firm for a long time. Okay. Then later on, they leave the firm together to start their own firm and steal a bunch of clients and go to war with Will and Diane. Then, like, she runs for state's attorney uh, and is elected but has to resign due to election fraud. And he joins the state's attorney's office. Does she knowingly commit fraud? No, someone commits fraud on her behalf. A lot happens. A lot has happened on this show. Oh, okay. And had she come to, she had more of a friendship with Christine Baranski until she betrayed her in this, or was it always tense between them? No, there are definitely times when they get along, and for a while, they're, I believe they're trying to turn the firm into like a women-led firm, and I think that's one of the reasons that Carrie winds up leaving and, and going elsewhere. And so Jeffrey Dean Morgan is another investigator that works with the firm? Yeah, that's Jason. They introduced him in the final season, and he is Alicia's final potential love interest. Oh, man. But do we feel like she's actually in love with him? Well, she does say when she's talking to Will's ghost that he's not you, and she tells Will that she will love him forever. So how do we feel about the potential that they don't get together? Well, how do you feel? How did you feel watching it? Well, I I liked her and the ghost together. They seemed like... That's, That's not fair. really a possibility for her. Josh Charles is an exceedingly charming actor, as is Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah, I mean, she's got a plethora of options here. Well, no, she doesn't, actually. She's got... <laughs> Who else did she date over the course of the series? There was Matthew Good as a character named Finn Palmar, which I only remember because they would always say his full name every time, and it was a weird name, Finn Palmar. Okay. In the finale, are she and Peter still married? Yes. 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 But maybe once he resigns the governorship and he's not going to jail, she'll feel free to divorce him. Is that what's implicated? Yes. Eli is saying to the donors now that she will divorce Peter and be able to have a career of her own. Yeah. Did she ever make questionable ethical decisions over the course of the show? What would you guess? Yes. Yes. Man. So how did you feel, you know, not having seen the show since this pilot that you had originally been in? Uh, a lot has happened in terms of Alicia and everybody else. There's new characters, old characters. How did you feel about this finale? That was very good. I was on the edge of my seat and I had no idea. What was 
But I think, I mean, from all accounts, it was a really great show. So I'm unsurprised that the finale is good. There's some new characters like Jason, like Luca, the associate, played by Kush Jumbo. When did she join the show? She joins in the last season or two. She basically is the Kalinda replacement as um, Alicia's friend. Got it. Okay. So how did you feel like a number of people who were prominent at the beginning weren't there? At one point when Will popped up, you even said to me, I thought he died. So you knew some stuff that had happened, right? That somehow absorbed itself into my unconscious. So how did you feel when we when the show starts? Alicia is sort of her position at the firm is very tenuous. Yeah. Her position in the marriage is tenuous. She barely has any money. Yeah. Here at the end, like people have all these plans for her. How did that transformation feel to you having not seen any of the things in between? I mean, I was unsurprised that she did well as a lawyer, right? Yeah. But maybe I would have thought they had gotten divorced at some point over the course of the series. So the fact that that was still unresolved was a surprise to me. But I guess it's in the title. I guess it is in the title. They, they could have moved on from that. But what what happens is eventually, like, for the sake of his career and to an extent hers, they're still married up through this episode. How much was Noth around, or would he pop in and out? He would pop in and out. Sometimes he's a regular. So as you noted, they mentioned at one point that he'd run for president. That was the plot in the final season. Yeah. Uh, he runs for president uh, and just sort of gets his butt kicked, and Margot Martindale comes in and is his campaign manager for that. Cool! Yep, she's the best. Who is he running against? Like, actual people. They tried to, like, basically have him running against Hillary and everybody else. That's uh, interesting. And, yep, because the, the Robert and Michelle King liked dealing with current events as much as they possibly could. Got it. Okay. So there's now a spinoff, as we talked about, uh, called The Good Fight. It's about Diane and Luca. Do you feel like you got any kind of setup for that in this? Well, I mean, we're not starting at a good place between these two characters. You know, they've got to rebuild. One of the things that we like to do in this podcast to try to fill in the blanks now is I'm going to ask you some questions. Some of them will be multiple choice. Some of them won't. And you're going to try to figure out like some of the stuff that happened in the seven seasons that you missed. Okay. Okay. Alicia is haunted by Will's ghost in the finale. Mm -hmm. How did Will die? Was it A, a drunk driving accident? B, a courthouse shooting? Or C, strangled by wise guys over unpaid gambling debts? A. All right. Drunk driving accident. Let's take a look at a clip. Oh. I was wrong. He needs help. Uh, shot in the courthouse. Poor Will. Paramedics! What, what happened? Uh, some guy who was going to go away for a long time grabbed a bailiff's gun and just started shooting. Did oh. not go well. Or will. One of the things that was funny, watching you watch this finale, was you freaking out every time a different, like, big-name guest star showed up. You're like, is that Sutton Foster? <laughs> this show used a lot of big guest stars over the years, often to play, like, rival attorneys to Alicia. Uh-huh. Which of these actors did not guest star on the show? Okay. Michael J. Fox, Wallace Shawn, Martha Plimpton, or Callista Flockhart? Uh, Callista Flockhart? Very good. Callista Flockhart. She had been Ally McBeal. They did not bring her in. Michael J. Fox popped up a whole bunch as like a guy who did not have Parkinson's, but had a similar condition, which he shamelessly used to his advantage in court. Wallace Shawn was a drug kingpin's attorney who was always threatening people, which is oh, like. <laughs> I love Wallace Shawn. I love yeah. Wallace Shawn. Of course, if you're shooting in New York, you get Wallace Shawn. Exactly. Always get Wallace Shawn. Wait, who was the third person before Calista uh, Flockhart? Mar Martha Plimpton. She, oh, I, another yes. fantastic New York-based actress. Yes, they, they all really drove her nuts, and it was great. Great. 
While we're on the subject of good wife drug kingpins, let's give Gillian a break so you can answer a question. What was the name of the good wife's charismatic drug lord? Was it A. Lamont Bishop, B. Luther Mahoney, C. Proposition Joe Stewart, or D. Tuco Salamanca? Think you know the answer? Let's find out if you're right with some help from my Google Assistant. Hey Google, who is the drug dealer on The Good Wife? On the website Vulture.com, they say, this season of The Good Wife rocketed off to a very promising start and there's a familiar face back in the mix. Drug Lord, Father, Businessman, and Political Committee founder Lamont Bishop. There you have it, Lamont Bishop. Luther Mahoney was from Homicide Life on the Street, Prop Joe is from The Wire, and Tuco is from Breaking Bad. Thanks, Google. And now, back to our show. Okay, finally, the firm's biggest client for much of its run was a tech company not unlike Google. Mm -hmm. What was that company's name? A, Finder Spider, B, SearchSees.com, or C, Chumhum? Chumhum. Chumhum, that's right. I think it was mentioned in the finale. Oh, it might have been. You're right. You're right about that. And SearchSees.com was actually a fake search engine from Community. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> it's okay. It's been a while. Okay. Finally, you may have noticed that Kalinda is not in the finale. Uh-huh. I'm now going to show you a clip from the final scene between Alicia and Kalinda. I want you to see if you can spot anything unusual about Oh, the- I already know this one. Oh, all right. Okay. So what do you what do you know? Tell me. Uh, the the theory is that they shot the sides of this conversation separately. They did shoot sides of the conversation separately because uh, sometimes starting in the middle of, I think, season three or season four, the two of them stopped appearing in any scenes together. No one knows why. No one has ever said a single word about it. And when they finally had to shoot their final scene together, uh, it, it looked like they were at a bar. But in fact, they were not. It was green screened. So you do know stuff about this show. I'm impressed. Well, you know, some things get reported by TV reporters. TV reporters are the worst. I hate all of those people. <laughs> Okay, now we get to the million dollar question here. Was this a good way to experience the series? No. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Because I had no idea what was going on. So as as impactful as it was on me, I imagine it would be even more so if I had the seven (laughs) years of (laughs) buildup. Okay. I was just dazzled by, you know, the actors on the show, but the arcs of the characters weren't really resonating with me. I was just impressed with the casting. Now, did seeing the finale make you more or less interested in going back and watching the rest of it? It was always my intention to watch this show. Okay. So maybe now this will give me the motivation to go do it. Now, Community, obviously an amazing show. Britta, a great character. Did seeing this finale give you any regrets at all about not getting to play Sonya more? You know, I think that Community really was transformative for me as an actor in addition to for my career. So, no, I am glad that I got to play Britta Perry. I, at that point in my life, really wanted to do comedy Community was the first opportunity I ever got to do comedy, so I I think I'm grateful that uh, Community got picked up. But I should have been so lucky to be on The Good Wife. It it was clearly a fantastic show. Well, you know, there's a spinoff. You could reach out to the Kings about maybe popping up there. I absolutely would like to be on The Good Fight as Sonya. I'm putting that out there. What do you think has happened to Sonya in the 11 years since last we saw her? I think she is a bitter vendetta against perhaps Christine Baranski, who fired her unceremoniously in the second episode of the first season. So maybe I could come back and try and seek, you know, my revenge on Christine Baranski. (laughs) 
Well, Gillian, I'm glad I was able to sort of give you a little bit of closure on this job. And it was so much fun, like hearing you talk about what might have been with it. Yeah, this was really fun. I mean, you know, I think back on that 2009 pilot season I had, and it was really kind of incredible. So I knew The Good Wife would be a good show the moment I read that pilot. So I'm I'm totally unsurprised that it became such a beloved series. But like the dice from Remedial Chaos Theory, (laughs) it landed in a different way and you were Britta instead. I sang Roxanne and someone cut me off and I wound up on Community instead. (laughs) Gillian, thank you so much for being here. Oh my gosh, such a pleasure to see you. For those of you listening at home, thanks for tuning in to Rolling Stone and OBB Sounds Too Long Didn't Watch, presented by Google Assistant. I'm Alan Sepinwall. Until next time, please remember... Even when people betray you, slapping them never solves anything. It didn't. (laughs) No, it didn't. (laughs) Thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed the foolishness you just heard, we'd like to ask you to do the same things that all podcasts ask you for. Please like, subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcasting platform. And please spread the word to anyone else you know who might enjoy it, too. This has been OBB Sound and Rolling Stones Too Long Didn't Watch, brought to you by Google Assistant and hosted by me, Alan Seppenwall. Executive produced by Michael D. Ratner, Scott Ratner, Elias Tanner, and Alyssa Walker of OBB Sound, a division of OBB Media, and Gus Winner of Rolling Stone. Co-executive produced by Arlen Konopaki and Grace Delia of OBB Sound, and Bridget Chelsea and Maria Fontora of Rolling Stone. The production was engineered by Evan Menick and Daniel Wanacott. Edited, mixed, and mastered by Michael Capuano. Sound designed by Michael Capuano. Original music by Daniel Wanacott. Production assistants were Jennifer Spots and Raquel Dominguez. 